0: So today begins a bit of an abrupt change of scenery in Scripture and in the Gospels. And even here in church, it's the beginning of Advent, we're wearing violet for the first time in many, many months. We begin our preparation for Christmas, our preparation for the coming of God as man. And we get a rather, again, abrupt message in our Gospel today. Because when we think of Advent, when we think of the time getting ready to prepare ourselves for the coming of Christ, we think of John the Baptist, we think of that voice crying out in the wilderness, we think of the beginning of the nativity story, the census by Caesar Augustus, maybe even the annunciation to Mary, the visitation with Elizabeth, or the journey to Bethlehem. Don't worry, we'll get there eventually. But we don't get that today. We don't get that in our gospel today. Instead, we get something that seems quite different, and maybe at first glance something that is completely unrelated to the Nativity story and Christmas, but I want to challenge that assumption, because I think this reading today is actually very apropos. Maybe it's a little bit unexpected, that's probably a better word for it, because the church in her wisdom calls on us to be prepared. And this is not unlike those calls in the Old Testament to be prepared for the coming of the Messiah or even Christ exhorting us to be prepared. We must have our own preparation. But a preparation for what? Certainly it cannot be the birth of God as man because that already happened. That happened over 2,000 years ago. And yes, we should maybe prepare our hearts for Christmas, but really the thing that the Church is exhorting us to be prepared for today is to be prepared to meet our Maker. And that happens in one of two ways, either our own death or the end of time. We're guaranteed to have one of those two happen to us. Because think about it, either we will die before Christ comes, or Christ will come and we'll all meet our Maker together. That is what we need to be prepared for in our own day and age. So when we read these passages in Advent exhorting us to be prepared, we can think, yes, maybe Christmas in a very immediate sense, but long term, it must be a preparedness on our part to meet our Maker. Our preparedness this season must center around that first. If we are going to be prepared for Christ at Christmas, and yes, you know, the t- preparing for Christmas might seem like a bit more of a pleasant, uh, palatable, and maybe a bit more pleasing subject to talk about. But it is important for us to talk about and be prepared for us for our end, for the end of our lives. As the old saying goes, tempest fugit, memento mori." Time flies. Remember death. And. Particularly, our preparedness for death must be characterized by vigilance at all times and unceasing prayer. And this vigilance must be a vigilance against sin, because a soul with serious sin is a soul that is unprepared to meet God. It really is that simple. A soul with serious sin is a soul that is unprepared to meet God. The vigilance that we must have is to be looking out for sinful habits in our lives and wanting them gone and rid from our lives as soon as possible, and to avoid those circumstances and situations that lead us there. And a great way to develop this vigilance is the very good habit of going to frequent confession, not just in Advent and Lent. Because I often think that we approach confession as if Advent and Lent are the only times that any of us could die are the only times that we could meet our Maker. But as we know, the reality is people die outside of those seasons. So we should be prepared not just in Advent or Lent to meet our Maker, but every single day of our lives. Because we know neither the day nor the hour, it can happen anytime, it can happen anywhere. So therefore, we should go to confession throughout the year, again, not just in Advent and Lent, as good as it is for us to do during those times. It should be all throughout the year, too. That's what a prepared soul looks like, one that is not drowsy, not preoccupied with daily anxieties, but a soul that is prepared and stands upright, ready to withstand the tribulations and the suffering that might come in this world. It is a soul that is ready to meet God. Now, we might say, great, that's, that's me. I'm gonna do that. I am gonna make sure that I go to confession frequently. I am going to make sure that I get all of my last sacraments before death. And that is wonderful. That is good. I'm, I'm glad that we would want to receive the sacraments, especially before we meet our maker. But we shouldn't get too cocky. We shouldn't get too arrogant and think that our preparedness is a foregone conclusion. Because in a way, that is what happened with the apostles. How so? Well, right after this passage ends, immediately afterward, in Luke's gospel, begins the passion of Jesus Christ. The redemption of the apostles would soon be at hand. Immediately after this passage, it begins with the scribes and Pharisees plotting to put Jesus to death, Judas with the 30 pieces of silver, and so on and so on and so on. So how prepared were the apostles for their redemption being at hand? Well, there would be great signs and wonders, yes, but how would the apostles respond? They ran away. They did not stand up straight. They did not stand erect. In fact, they cowered in fear. Did they have the strength to withstand tribulations? No. After all, Peter denied Jesus three times shortly after this very passage. And were their hearts awake? Did they stay awake and were they ready? Again, no. They were the same apostles who fell asleep in the Garden of Gethsemane who were not able to stay awake even for that one hour. They were not able to stay awake. They were not prepared for their redemption being at hand. They were the drowsy ones whose souls were burdened with the anxieties of daily life. They were not prepared. And if it can happen to the apostles, it can happen to us, unfortunately, too. Now, thankfully, the apostles' souls were not on the line in preparing for Jesus' death and and resurrection. And it wasn't like it was the very end of their lives, too. But if anything, I think the fact that they were caught off guard, that they were caught unprepared for Christ's death, helped them to be more prepared for their own. And it should help us to be prepared for the end of our own lives, too. So we cannot fall into that trap of being complacent or forget, just like these apostles would do just after this passage concludes. We must have constant vigilance to always be prepared to meet our Lord. So today and throughout this Advent, maybe we can pray for that grace to have the courage to remove from our lives whatever needs to be purged, to not be drowsy or preoccupied, but truly be vigilant to protect ourselves against sin and sinful habits. And may we, this day and every day, be prepared to meet Christ, to be prepared for him at his coming at Christmas, his coming into our lives, and for when we meet him in the end.